Hey, Darren Daily On Demand listeners, show producer Mariana here with a quick message before we get started today. We love how much this podcast has impacted you, our most valued listeners, like listener Justice Soto. Justice shared with us how he was struggling with a difficult decision, and he kept looking for guidance. Finally, he pulled out his phone, opened up his favorite podcast app, and searched Darren Daly Decision Making. And three Darren Daly On Demand episodes popped right up. After listening to all three, Justice got the clarity he needed to make the best decision for himself and his business. If Darren Daly On Demand has helped you in life or business like it did for Justice, don't keep it to yourself. Instead, we ask that you please leave a five-star review on the podcast platform where you're listening now and share it with the people closest to you. You never know when they might need to hear an uplifting or even a gut punch type message in their life. And again, thank you for being on this continual growth journey with us. We love becoming better every day right alongside you. Now let's get to the episode. Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. Over a trillion dollars were lost to the voluntary turnover in the United States the last year alone. Most leaders don't realize this, but the replacement cost of losing a performing team member is at least six to 15 times their annual salary. How is that possible, you ask? Well, there are five cost factors to replacing talent with equal talent. Number one, the time, labor, and money that you spent originally in hiring, orienting, and training that original person. Two, now the time and money that you need to spend to repeat that process. Three, the opportunity cost and performance output lost in the meantime. Four, the money you paid them, the attention, the leadership investment that you sunk into their development while they were there, and five, the readjustment time that it will take for the team around them to accept, trust, realign, and sync up with this new foreigner in your tribe. If it's a $100,000 position, that's a $400,000 to $800,000 drop in productive revenue. To rub salt into the wound, 52% of talented people who leave for greener pastures say their leader could have done something to keep them. So how do you avoid this? How do you keep your talented people? Let me point you in the right direction here this morning. And if you recognize that this is important to you, that your team, your culture, and better leadership are vital to you, we go deep in how to do all of this on day four of our business masterclass. How to recruit, keep, and drive a high-performance A-player team supported by a well-architected high-growth culture. This morning, let me give you six ways to capture people's hearts at work. Number one, belief in the cause, in the mission. The global pandemic woke a lot of people up to their life choices. A comprehensive study by uh, a company, Indeed, found that 92% of those who quit their job did so because, quote, the pandemic made them realize life is too short to stay in a job that they weren't passionate about, end quote. Having a clear mission and meaningful cause is now the number one most important factor for attracting and keeping top talent, especially younger, female, and diverse talent. People want to be part of something bigger, special, and meaningful, something that makes an impact and makes them feel significant. People are inspired by bold ideas, big goals, and the chance to do something great. Number two, belief in the leader. Ultimately, people don't leave companies, they leave leaders. More than a fifth 
of the single greatest reason why people quit their jobs was because they wanted to get away from their boss, which is another tip for all of you. Avoid your best performers working under weak leaders. Pair your best performers with your best leaders and get any leaders deemed not the best trained up stat, or they will chase away your talent faster than any other factor. Number three, belief in values. Three-fourths of talented employees said that they would leave a company whose values didn't align with their own. Your organizational values should attract the right people and keep them if you are actually living into them fully. Values aren't clever words that you put up on a wall. They should dictate the behavior in the halls. They should act as decision filters for everything the organization does and then doesn't do. Who gets hired, who gets recognized, who gets promoted, and who gets fired. Number four is strength zone. Shockingly, around 43% of Americans say that they're bored at work. Why? It's because they aren't doing their great work. You see, a successful person is one who's working in their strength zone. A happy, productive, and fully engaged person is one who's working in their strength zone. It's the leader's responsibility to get everybody aligned, working in, and undistracted from being able to work in their strength zone. As Peter Drucker said, the job at the leader position is to leverage the strengths of their people and to make their weaknesses irrelevant. You don't wanna waste your best performer's talents and work ethic on dull paperwork or trivial tasks. Make sure your best people don't find themselves forced to do anything that doesn't engage their best and their full head and heart. Number five, growth. This is both professionally and personally. We know people are happiest when they can see the visible evidence of the growth and progress. People wanna feel better about themselves, to see that they are growing, progressing, and becoming better. As my mentor Jim Rohn would advise, let it be said that you develop the gift of not just helping people with their jobs, as your job title would have you do, but let it be said that you helped people with their lives, as your greater purpose would have you do. Touch people and teach people, not just with job skills, but life skills. Don't just teach people how to work, teach them how to live how to assimilate and accumulate far greater treasures than just the paycheck. And number six, like the team. People are looking for a sense of belonging, a special community with great people that they enjoy working and growing with. According to Gallup, those who have a good friend at work are seven times more likely to be engaged in their jobs, are better at engaging customers, produce higher quality work, have a greater sense of well-being, and are less likely to search for other jobs. Work friendships provide a sense of work-life balance that allows employees to enjoy a social life in their workplace. People might join an organization because of the job or the mission or the cause or the compensation, but they will stay because of the people, the team, or they will leave because of the people or the team. There you have it. Use this as an assessment for you. If you are the leader of the team, how do you score on a scale of one to 10 in capturing the hearts and minds of your team members? For you, if you are a team member, score how your organization is doing on a scale of one to 10 in capturing your heart and mind and use this as a basis to engage in a productive conversation.